Hey, this is Nick. We are back from our break. This was a planned break uh, because I was going to London, and also I, I wanted to take a little bit of time to reflect on what we'd done so far with the show and get a few episodes in the can before we came back. Uh, you might remember us announcing the break uh, on the show, but if you don't, it's because we didn't put it out. It had some audio issues, and I needed to give it a little bit more love than I was able to do before we had to leave for the trip. Uh, the good news is we have a few episodes recorded. The bad news is they also had audio issues. This is a learning experience, but I'm going to clean them up, and we're going to start putting them out bi-weekly. That's the every other week bi-weekly, not twice a week bi-weekly. We have jobs. Um, and if you want more episodes, then tell a friend about the show, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And yeah, also look for a special episode on everything that I ate in London. Um, that's it. Enjoy the show. This is Soul Azteca. Welcome back to the Eat Me in St. Louis podcast, the new Lou food review. I'm Nick. And I'm Travis. Today we're going to be talking about Soul Azteca. But before we do, I wanted to read a comment that we got. <laughs> Actually, on our first episode, uh, this is from Drew C. And he said, overall, a great first episode. But I'm going to need Travis to get serious about this endeavor. As a food journalist, wow. Uh, now <laughs> if he is a stretch. <laughs> Uh, now, if he finds out about a secret menu item and doesn't order it, I feel he is not doing his duty to the listeners. However, points to Travis for trying the basic ranch flavor as well. And I don't actually remember the secret item coming up. Uh, well, they did have seasonal ranches, and maybe that's oh. what he's referring to, is I didn't immediately try the seasonal ranch. But going back to the bow when they asked if I wanted to try the soup. That's why I was bringing it up. And I absolutely should have, and I didn't. I actually learned my lesson for Soul Azteca, and I'll tell you what uh, I was able to try just based on our waitress's recommendation. Great. Before we do that? Great. <laughs> <laughs> I am so excited. But before we do that, uh, do you want to read some Yelp reviews? Well... Before we get into the Yelp oh, reviews, man, we are so... I, I just want to give a little bit of background oh, about sure. Sol Azteca. So Sol Azteca is a uh, endeavor for, from uh, Jesus Rojas and his wife, Erica. So very much a family establishment. It is in Mount Pleasant. So um, a little south of the brewery, uh, Anheuser-Busch downtown. And then basically Jesus said that he wanted to start in Mount Pleasant to get a little ways away from Cherokee Street, which is a street in St. Louis that actually has a lot of Mexican food. Um, yeah, that makes it. sense. Yeah, so uh, I just wanted to give a little bit of background about Sol Azteca. It is um, located in a strip mall, which, um, you know, at first I was skeptical about the location, but mm -hmm. um, actually one of my other favorite Mexican places in St. Louis is La same strip mall? Was it the subway? <laughs> no. It's uh, uh, La Tejana, which is also located within a strip mall. So, yeah. you know, maybe that is where you find the hidden gems of Mexican 
cuisine. Me Ranchito is another strip mall place near me that is a favorite. So this podcast has now strictly become reviewing strip mall Mexican food. Yes. Um, so I hope you all enjoy. But, okay, so with that being said, um, so real quick, though, mm-hmm. um, did you notice the name of the restaurant to the right? Of- yes, I did, Travis. It uh, Sol Azteca is sandwiched in between a Subway and a Hose Cuisine. And if you still can't figure it out, uh, you walk up to the guy that asks if he can wash your car for you, and it's right behind him. Uh, what what night did you go on? Do you remember? I went on a Thursday, I believe. Okay, so I went on a Saturday afternoon, so I didn't get the car wash, which oh. is a little disappointing. You missed out. Yeah. So, okay, yeah, before we get into what we thought about it, why don't we read a few Yelp reviews? Oh, Yelp. Josh D. said, I wanted to love this place and give it five stars based solely on the quesadilla Azteca, which was phenomenal, but I thought my chicken Azteca was a little bland, or more specifically, the cheese that went on top, which we had also ordered as a dip, was a little bland. So he got two quesadillas? Is that what he's saying? I'm not sure. I went back and looked at the menu to figure out what Azteca meant, and on a couple of the items it was uh, chorizo chicken and steak i believe and then they had another one where it was a little bit different um so i don't know what a chicken azteca is he might just be mixed up a little i'm not sure uh mary a from st louis missouri says i had a delicious harache i believe so okay harache here uh you don't find those often friendly service authentic mexican food i ended up going with the harache myself um based on this review and the fact that there's a hot chip song called Harachi Lights, <laughs> and I'd never had one before, so I wanted to figure out what that song was all about. Uh, Larry C. said, Very unique and satisfying experience. Mexico City-style cuisine, different from the usual Mexican restaurant, but in a very good way. I don't know what Mexico City-style cuisine is specifically. Do you? I don't know, but I actually did a little bit of looking into this because some of their dishes were very unique mm-hmm. uh, to Mexican food. So to be totally fair, my wife, Hannah, is actually the one that looked into all of this oh. uh, and found out that um, the salsa was most likely unique to the cuisine of Mexico City. And then also the the homemade tortillas that they used for their quesadilla were also very specific to Mexico City cuisine. Gotcha. All right. And finally, Michael C. from Florida, Florida, it looks like. Um, <laughs> oh, man, what a gym. This section of town is pretty run down and dirty, but finding this place was great. I hit it every time I'm in town since they opened a few months ago. Eat here. I mean, you don't have to disparage Mount Pleasant uh, to just give a restaurant review. That's pretty harsh. <laughs> well, yeah, to be fair, we both kind of had the same feeling pulling up and uh i didn't feel in any danger or anything like that but it is a little bit run down in that you stretch ran, you ran into a perfectly nice man that is trying to clean up the town of mount pleasant by offering car washes <laughs> that's very and true you turned him down <laughs> i did not say that <laughs> oh that's uh, did you get the car wash? you know you don't know everything about me travis <laughs> so the next episode are we reviewing the car washes at <laughs> <Yes. Celeste? laughs> um 
But yeah, once we got inside, uh, you mentioned that it is a family owned restaurant and that it was apparent immediately. We had a very delightful, maybe 11 year old young man, uh, seat us and he was our waiter. And there were a couple of youngins playing video games and there was a, a teenage girl behind the counter listening to an iPod. And so at first I was like, are there adults here? <laughs> But there definitely were. The, the only child-run restaurant in St. Louis. <laughs> um, so I had a very similar experience. I think the same young man actually gave us our menus and mm. seated us when we went there on a Saturday afternoon. So it's not only occupying their children's nights, but their weekends as well. Our waitress was the 14-year-old with the iPod that you saw behind the counter. She served us the entire time we were there. Mm-hmm. The only interaction we had with an adult was when we ordered margaritas because legally our waitress could not deliver them to our table. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. We we didn't get margaritas. Uh, we each got a Mexican Coke, which was is always a pleasure uh, to get that sweet, real sugar. I was recently in Mexico, and our um, our room was supplied with Mexican Cokes, and it was the first time I got to try it. So oh, really? It was great. Um But I have to mention the highlight of the experience, and I had a good experience, so that tells you how highly I thought of this. Our chips and salsa was brought by a a young girl baby that was three years old. She had to carry the chips with both hands and then go back and bring the salsa with both hands. I'm picturing it like a uh, ring bearer kind of scene where (laughs) everybody's standing behind the counter watching her like, aw, look. It was incredible. I mean, she was, she could, you know, barely hold the chips and she's like toddling up to our table and she puts it down and we we both like heartily thank her and she just stares at us and then walks away. She's been told to do one thing, mm-hmm. and she's going to do that in a she's, professional way, then leave us to our meal. She's got it down, yeah. So I have to say, at this kind of point, I start to wonder if you are playing with me. I'm like, what kind of psychological twist is this? How would I ever give this place a bad restaurant after looking into this young man's eyes? He was so nice. So before I go any further, I I don't know. I was trapped. <laughs> so um, I had this conversation <laughs> really? with my wife after our chips were delivered. I was like, well, how am I supposed to mm-hmm. give this anything yeah. but a great review? Um, so, uh, yeah, so um, my, my experience is going to be broken down into food and experience. So I don't let my uh wonderful uh wait staff completely like uh sway my opinion yeah uh, uh so did you said you got the mexican coke so you did not get the margarita correct okay so let me tell you about the margarita mm-hmm. the margarita was served um in a plastic cup uh when we ordered it i ordered a frozen one and our waitress informed us that the frozen one is not 250 um, she goes, but the regular one is. And I was like, well, then I will switch to the regular <laughs> margarita. Um, these margaritas, I have to say, um, they were good. They were strange. It was like if Kool-Aid made a margarita mix, that's what these <laughs> both, both looked and tasted like. It was a very like lime green. Mm-hmm. And the um, <laughs> the like taste, 
I kept having to remind myself that there were alcohol in these mm-hmm. because it was just refreshing and I could have like, you know, taken it all down in one drink. Yeah. That's a dangerous drink. So, um, after drinks, uh, did you get the chips and salsa? We did. Okay. And- tell me what you thought about the salsa. It's a uh, mild salsa. It's not spicy at all. Um, it was good. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I, I don't know. It's it's not a, a pico de gallo. It's like a li- more liquidy red salsa, um, and I liked it. It was one of the strangest salsas I think I've ever had. Wow. Uh, we got two servings of it because we kept going back and having to try it. And if our waitress would have been a little older than 14, <laughs> we would have asked what was in the salsa. We, mm-hmm. um, but it almost tasted carbonated. We were wondering if they actually infused Mexican soda into the salsa. No, you're joke. serious. I yeah, dead serious. There, huh. um, Are you sure you didn't just spill? Some? Oh wait, no, you didn't have soda. It, it, um, my my wife ended up asking. She she was like, it, I think there's Sprite in this. And <laughs> when when you're trying to discern the ingredients in salsa, you know, you usually go. Oh, tomatoes, cilantro, maybe there's a, you know, some, some red onion, pepper, yeah. uh, onion. You don't start wondering if soft drinks have made their way into the mix. But with this one, we had to. I say all that to say it was good. It was just one of the strangest salsas I've ever eaten. I didn't find it to be that uh, unusual. I wonder, you know, a good authentic place was going to be making their, their, uh, own thing every day so it might have a little bit of a different mix so you know we might have gotten uh honey mustard in it and <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah you they were out of sprites so yes. they poured honey mustard in <laughs> no um so because it was very family-owned and you could kind of see that um throughout the whole experience i will say i was a little disappointed they didn't make their own chips they they were definitely you know just kind of uh, you're running the mill chips. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. But because of all the um, the personal touches they put everywhere else, I was surprised that the chips were um, just kind of your regular old tortilla chips. I thought they were good. Uh, did, are you sure they don't make their own? I I'm fairly certain. I may, you recognize I, the Cool Ranch Dorito flavor. I, <laughs> it's more. You, you know what I'm talking about. You you can tell the Mexican pl- places that oh they make their own tortilla chips. Um, and those are few and far between. Uh, La Tejana is one of those that um, you can definitely tell make their own chips. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it was just a little too consistent, a little too perfect to think they were homemade. Yeah, if they are homemade, they do an excellent job. They're they doing it too well. Those <laughs> and send them to other places. Yeah. Uh, we also got the guacamole. Ooh, uh, you got the, Okay, so we got the cheese dip. So okay. tell me about the guacamole. It was fantastic. Uh, it might have been the highlight. Uh, we we eat a lot of guacamole in my house. I've just oh before I'm gonna let you go on, but I just want you to know that my notes say exactly the cheese dip was fantastic. Might have been the highlight of my experience. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't find it bland like uh, what's his name did? Uh, no, I uh, I th- I thought it was really good. It was uh, really creamy. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have almost ordered more to put on my food, my like my actual entree. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, di- I didn't think it was bland at all. I, I, you know, and after the uh, kind of curveball that was the salsa, I was a little worried that the cheese dip might kind of follow the same path. But no, just um, a really good take on a cheese dip. Yeah. The guacamole was also very 
uh, creamy and fresh and green. Uh, and maybe that's why I don't remember the salsa very much is because by the time that came out, we were just focused on the guac. Um, did you have televisions on while you were there? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. uh, they had soccer and, uh, Mexican music videos playing on TV. We had Fox news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did not expect that. <laughs> Neither did I. <laughs> No, they they had uh, the TVs on and then Spanish music playing mm-hmm. uh, over yeah. the loudspeaker. So, um, yeah, let's go from there to our entrees. Before we get to our entrees, I do want to say that the menu at the restaurant is much more extensive than the menu that they have online. Yeah. So we're, we're definitely uh, people that like to um, almost scout out what we're going to get before mm-hmm. we go. And the menu they have online is very limited, but the menu they have in the restaurant is really extensive. Yes. Uh, the, the Hirachi that I got on, it's, it is on the menu online, but n- not all of them have descriptions, and that was one of them. And I had already decided I was getting it, so I was like, we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> so how was it? How did it turn out? Uh, it was good. They they brought it out, and um, that was the, the first time that a adult came out and um the first the the kid brought it out and he said that they separated the um uh pickled peppers because they're very spicy and i have a feeling like that somebody in the back was like peeking out to the restaurant and being like oh white guy put put the peppers on the that, side those pickled habaneros though so good they were did, great did yeah you, oh man yeah i uh, my wife got some, uh, she got uh, the tacos, and mm-hmm. I actually stole a few of hers to put on my quesadilla because I was like, these are outstanding. Yeah. Um, and and the presentation is very good. The the uh, peppers were bright pink color, and uh, the, a lot of their dishes are served on these really long plates, and the hirachi is one of them, which there's a shoe called a hirachi also, so I wonder if the dish is rooted into the fact that the it's almost shaped like a, a footprint. Hmm. Um, so it's a thicker corn tortilla and uh, about the size of a maybe 12 foot, 12 foot <laughs> size, 12 shoe. <laughs> it was 12 feet long. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's the, the Mexican version of the party sub. Um, the, it, it's got like a refried bean as, as the first layer and then it's got a green salsa, salsa verde on top of that. So again, not very spicy itself. And then it's got shredded lettuce on top of that and uh, queso fresca. And here's here's the big strike against them is the menu said that it had avocado slices and sour cream. And I did not have that on it. In their defense, like I said, the chef himself came out and he checked in with us and made sure everything was okay asked if we wanted some extra salsa or anything like that and i hadn't like really analyzed my meal yet and so <laughs> didn't catch that and we also had the guacamole so i was fine adding that to it you were only on step four of your 12 step food check analysis uh, checklist. yes <laughs> um and as somebody who's a waiter myself that's a, a thing that you have to or not has been a waiter in the past. I was rather. about to say, you're not a waiter. I, you know, <laughs> again, you don't know everything about me, what I do in my nightlife, but that's something that is important is that you don't want to jump on the group as soon as their food comes out because they need a minute to kind of acclimate to it and figure out what they might need. 
So you didn't have enough time? Did you like panic when he came out? I am in a constant state of panic, Travis. You do know this about me. <laughs> uh, what did you get? So I got the quesadilla azteca. Uh, it's three kind of meat. It's chorizo, steak, and chicken. Um, and then uh, cheese, sour cream, and lettuce. I took the lettuce off, personal preference. Um, and then that is served on one of their homemade tortillas as well. Did you take the lettuce off yourself or did you ask for it? I asked for the okay. lettuce to be taken off. Cool. So, um, yeah, I just, uh, not my thing. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I thought it was good. The um, homemade tortilla was a little thick uh, for a quesadilla. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I guess that's Mexico City style tortilla. The meat was really good. It was even better. Uh, the waitress asked if I would like some of the green salsa. And I said, yes, because I have learned my lesson. And if they ask you if you want something uh, that is you don't see on the menu or if they really go out of their way to say, well, do you want to try this thing? Always say yes. So I got a little tub of that, uh, poured it on my uh, quesadilla, dipped some chips in it. And that was excellent. Uh, if, if you go to Sol Azteca, definitely make sure that you check out the salsa, uh, salsa verde. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, because... Uh, absolutely kind of really made the quesadilla itself um it it just helped a lot of those flavors come out you love sauces i i guess i do yeah um i feel like sauces can really help and hurt a meal and uh the salsa verde uh really helped yeah uh angie got the flautas which are a corn tortilla it's tightly rolled over meat she got chicken and deep fried and that came with shredded lettuce, sour cream, queso fresca, and tomato slices on top of that. I had a bite of it. It was very good. Angie actually said, and she had not heard our episode on the bow, and she said, this is weird, but it reminds me of Chicken McNuggets. And, <laughs> and uh, I was like, you know, Angie, I can't prove how low class I am by repeating that <laughs> after I said that the bow's uh crispy fish tasted like a chick-fil-a sandwich or not chick-fil-a but uh, fish fillet fish fillet yes. yeah um but i said it anyway and it and she was right it kind of did i don't know what it was about that breading but it did kind of call to that yeah so the homemade tortilla was actually a little sweet um it was uh i don't know it, it was kind of a strange uh, a strange vehicle for a quesadilla but um the the size of it, you you got to give credit to it. It, it mm-hmm. is probably um, a foot and a half long quesadilla, yeah. and that's the same thing where it's it's long and thin, right? Yeah, long and thin. Yeah, not what you usually see at Americanized quesadilla places. Yeah. So, and this is a great chance to plug our uh, social media channels. We're going to be putting pictures of uh, you know these quesadillas, the pickled habaneros. I got a great shot of those. The so, guy who washed my car. <laughs> did you did you get that too? I did. <laughs> Yeah, so check out uh, Instagram and Twitter for those shots. Well, I, I want to also add that they uh, had some sides with beans, which were very good, and a uh, fried rice that had some peas and carrots mixed into it and some corn, I think. Um, and, yeah, nice presentation on everything, like I said. How were how the beans? I feel like you can tell a lot about a uh, a Mexican restaurant by the like quality of their refried beans. They were okay. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you for that rich Thorough, word picture yeah. you just painted. <laughs> um, 
you know, one thing that that's difficult for me about a Mexican restaurant when when we do our reviews, we try to order a variety, and mm-hmm. and um, it's you know this weird standard in Mexican restaurants that you get the chips for free, and oftentimes by the time my meal comes out, I am already half full, if not completely on, on chips. Uh, so this time I was like trying to restrain myself, but we did only get a couple of dishes. So there's more to, to check out there, I guess. Yeah. I, like I said, the menu pretty extensive when you get to the restaurant and the uh, quesadilla Azteca was actually a special. So I ordered off of their like special insert menu that they had. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah, that definitely more to check out than what I checked out, but I, I feel like I got a pretty good handle on their style of food and also, uh, the quality of food that they had. So what do you think you would rate it? Hmm. Okay. So I, I, this is one of those I went back and forth on. So I, I felt like the, the experience, as I said, five stars, uh, it was, it was incredible. Uh, it, it's a family place and I, I do love the feeling that, you know, where your support is going. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, the, the, you know, from the kids helping us out, uh, we know that the Rojas are a, uh, you know, this is a family affair for them. Um, the the atmosphere was great. I liked the music. I didn't, you know, I didn't have Fox News on the TV. It, it was very kind of an immersive experience when I went there. Um, they were they were really crowded when we went too, which the uh, waitress apologized for a lot. But you know, it's it was totally understandable. And you know, being crowded is a good thing. It was pretty empty there. In fact, the only time I remember somebody coming in. They came in and they were on the phone and somebody came up to help them and they like did the thing where they kept their finger on the, their ear and kept talking and then they walked out of the restaurant and I never saw them again. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we had a few tables like full full of people. So yeah, I was there on a Thursday. So yeah, um, but a great experience. They they had some very unique dishes. So the margarita, as I said. Uh, you know, never seen it before in a restaurant. <laughs> well, I've never it seen one unusual. like this before. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the kind of Kool Aid margarita that I can't, you know, I can't knock it that much because I got a second one. Yeah. So uh, it w- it was good, different. Uh, the salsa good, but different. The um, tortilla for the quesadilla good, but different. So um, a lot of those just kind of. Um, unique takes on dishes um but then they had a lot of uh just kind of what i felt were uh staples that you see in a lot of different mexican places the chips you know totally uh kind of felt like they were from a bag uh the cheese dip was good but nothing to rave and rave about um so you know i was kind of at a high three for the food itself but when a three-year-old brings you your basket of chips uh you know that that helps helps the score for me. So I'm going to go four stars for Soul Azteca. All right. Solid review. Uh, I am going to try to block out this adorable boy in, in my head in this review of this. Um, and uh, did you get a card, like a card in, with no, your bill? I did not. Okay. I'll show it to you right now. Uh, it says five-star service, 100% authentic Mexican food. And they definitely live up to that <laughs> I, thought, I thought the card was going to say five star service three star food <laughs> it's like wow oh, i really nailed God. that <laughs> and that's strangely honest from them uh but it it doesn't 
it doesn't speak to the the quality of it it's just that it's authentic um so i i felt like um i had to drive across town for this place and i'm not i don't want to hold that against it yeah definitely don't hold that against it (laughs) yeah but there are what i'm trying to say is that there are a lot of uh authentic mexican restaurants in st louis and maybe you don't need to drive out of your way for it. If you're in the area, though, definitely check it out. Yeah, and I think that was a really smart move by uh, the family to open up away from Cherokee Street and to kind of position themselves as, you know, something that you can't find on uh, every corner in Mount Pleasant. So uh, I, I definitely see what you're saying. Smart move by them. Uh, if I lived in the neighborhood, I would go. But, um, you know, there are definitely an, an abundance of, of places like that uh, mm. around the city. Yeah. Um, my, my meal was good. Uh, you know, I mentioned that it was missing the sour cream and the avocado on it. And I think that that goes a long way. Cause I like that, that mixture of the cool with the hot and it kind of completes the meal. And that's half of the temperatures on it right there. So I, I like that your own fear is like of asking for those things. I, spoiling it, your experience of it, this place. it wasn't a fear. It was just that they had, he had gone back into the kitchen and i was i you know i had what i had so anyway i am going to land on three stars wow yeah i liked it it's not something to write home about it's not something to make a podcast about no (laughs) what are we even doing here travis (laughs) no i i i see why you landed there i'm surprised your first non four star review yeah Um, well again it's as you said a higher three (laughs) No, but, but there is no, no such thing. No. Right. <laughs> You're fine. I'm just surprised. Mm-hmm. So for what, you know, I thought a lot about what you said on the very first episode of our podcast for what they're trying to do. I'm going to give them the score. So I think for what they're trying to do, they're doing it well. There were definitely some curveballs thrown in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, overall, a fine, fine food and a great experience and you know a place where you can really feel like you're supporting the the family and the community yeah all right so where are we going next we're gonna check out balkan treat box awesome. see you then all right tell Mitch i said hi